and welcome to the Summit Church Podcast. We hope today, as you listen to this week's content, that you grow in your faith and in your relationship with God. Connect more with us by going to ardmoresummit.church and remember to love God, love people, and love life. To just illustrate love. You know, as we get closer to the, to the coldest and darkest season, um, winter, it does the mind and the soul and the body good to hear and to see God's love. I know it does for me. I believe that's why we put Christmas in this time, you know, because if not, it's just a little loomy. But we're going to be hearing God's love today. And um, I'm going to start off with a, a not-so-traditional Christmas verse here. A couple of scriptures. But I bring it to make sense to, to see where we're, to where we're going. You know, it makes sense when we get there. But let me tell you first that love will get you through the pain. We've got it up there on the scripture. And we see, as we're flipping over there, that Jesus is telling them, some things to come. What's going to happen? He's giving a little, a little debriefing here to his people. In the first eight verses, he's just going to tell you there's going to be some people who say that, I'm, that they're Christ, and they're going to be liars, and they're not going to be Christ. They're gonna be, you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars and famines and, and pestilence, and you're going to see nation people killing, but he says in verse 8, that's where we're going to start. It says, all this is but the beginning of the birth pains. It says, then they will deliver you up to tribulation and put you to death, and you'll be hated by all nations for my name's sake. And then many will fall away and betray one another and hate one another. Verse 11, and many false prophets will arise and lead many astray. And 12, and because wickedness is multiplied, most men's love will grow cold. And then number 13, but he who endures to the end will be saved. Get you through the pain. Not a traditional Christmas story, I'm sorry, but I had to start there because I felt it this morning through worship service, just confirmation that we got to let it go some, and understand that Christmas isn't just bells and mistletoe all the time i mean we can we can do it and we will but we got to understand that love god's love is what's going to get us through it amen and because if i look at the world today i'm um i get surprised and i i know people get surprised we we see the things that that jesus talks about the tribulations the death the hatred and i often wonder why we why we stunned by that it's done because we just don't listen to God enough. We don't read his word enough. I honestly believe we wouldn't be so on our toes and so unstable if we would just honestly stay on the rock, amen, every day. And we, but we live like that. That's okay. We forget the words of the ones that we, that we follow. And we see a world engulfed in pain. But it's only when we dig in. When we dig in and open our ears to what God has truly done for us. 
As we see that he so loved the world that he gave, John 3, 6, he gave what? One and only son. So when I say love will, let me be real clear, I'm only talking about God's love. And I hope to illustrate that to you. You know, I can start with that. Let's talk about some of the pains that Jesus went through. Oh, I love Jonathan's communion. And I wrote these down, too. He, he didn't get my notes. But can I remind you of the slander and the criticism that Jesus went through as he's on the cross? You know, come down there if you're the, if you're the son of God. The hatred that he went through, the mockings, the beatings. People's doubt towards him, didn't believe him. Uh, the letdowns, you know, the, the rich young ruler, God was like, just follow me, give it all up. And he went away sad. And Jesus probably let down. The sicknesses that of his friends and family, he saw the crucifixion. And then ultimately the sin that he had to carry. The pain. Amen? Do you believe that Jesus went through some pain, too. That's what makes us love Jesus, and that's what relate to him, and let's focus on that right now. Let's focus and not about our pain, but we see the love of God got him through. Maybe you've never heard that before, but it was the love of God that got him through, and he promises the same for all of his children. He declares that. And so through the darkest days to come, and today, the pain you carry, God's love is the absolute solution to that, to get you through. I'm convinced nothing that you're going through can separate you from the love of God. Take that with you today. We see it from Jesus himself. Be full of hope that all that pain is going to bring healing. Think of the healing that was brought when Jesus went through that pain it had a purpose it was going to produce something we see it from his life I say love will get you through some stuff amen I believe there's some people in here that love has got them through some stuff amen I believe there's some people in here that need love right now to get them through some things grab onto that be that let Jesus be that for you because it's going to help you, and I hope you understand that today. God loves you. He loves you. And we've got to grasp that. And the next thing love's going to do is love is going to get you to move. Be the next thing. It's going to get you to move. We're going to move into 1 John chapter 3, verse 1. It's on the screen, but... We also have our own Bibles. Amen. See what love the Father has given us, that we should be called children of God, and so we are. I know it continues on, but so we are. Amen? Child of God? When I read the verse, I just see how God's love, of how God's love made him move. And once he gives it to you, that, that you move from now being a child of the world, a child of sin, 
And now this new life that you move into being a child of God. Moving from the child of this world of sin, but now we're moving to being a child of God. But I do have a passage from a Christmas story, and this is a traditional one. You know, the birth of Jesus to help illustrate that this move to a child of God. I, I, I want to put this in to, so no one would, you know, say that I didn't have a Christmas story in here, you know. We are in Christmas. It's, and so Luke chapter 1, verses 34 and 35 says, And Mary said to the angel, How shall this be, since I, since I have no husband? And if you're lost in all that, you got to remember, Gabriel just came to her and told her, you're about to bear a child. This is, this is the mother of Jesus. You're going to bear a child, you're gonna, and it's going to be the son of God. And so she says, how? You know, how is that going to be? But then it's continue on in the verse, in the verse it says, 35, and the angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. This is where it gets into our lives. It may just be that Christmas story to you, but I want to draw out some similarities of it. You know, number one, no, you aren't going to carry the Son of God in your womb as Mary did. But there are some, you know. There's some things there that, that we can take out of. Number one, I see that Mary didn't know how she was going to have a child of God. How shall this be? She's a virgin, and she's not married. Amen? We read that. And then the similarities between us becoming a child of God. Have you ever thought, how am I going to become a child of God? How am I going to be blameless? How am I going to be special? How am I going to be a child of God? How's that going to happen? And then we see God's solution to it. God sends his spirit to come upon Mary. The Bible tells us that God sends his spirit to come upon you when you become a child of God. And then God's power overshadows Mary. God's spirit overshadows you. His power does in your life. And then Mary carried that new life, the Son of God, in her womb. But you carry that new life, not in your womb, but inside your whole being. The Bible, the Word tells us. That's what I believe. And that new life is the move to becoming a child of God. The simple gospel, that's the love of God. That's how you're saved. And what happens is once you see it, once you hear it, once you accept the love of God... You move. The Bible tells us that we repent. And repentance, the clearest definition of that is that you actually, you just don't confess it, though, in repentance. You actually turn, you move from where you were going and say, no more. No more of the lust and the greediness and, and this doubt that I live in. You're going to repent of that. And then you actually move. The love of God fills you, and you repent of that. Has anyone ever done that? Amen? Say amen, that there's healing and completion in that. And the move 
that we see God's love do in our life is that we move from man's love to God's love. We move from man's love, that love that is so terrible, terribly limited by us, by the lust of our selfish ambitions, our negative, our negative emotions, our selfishness, the doubts that we can change. There's just thousands of ways that I've seen in my life that repeatedly pollute love's true expression. Because it can only happen through God's love. But that's the move that it takes. God's love, the true love that's untarnished by sin. Ooh, that's the move of God. And that's what God wants in all this. I can say without a doubt, God wants his love inside of you. And that love will move inside of you. And you help you make that move. And where does that take us all? What is that going to do? What is the purpose of that? Because once you start moving, you're going to find out that love will get you to love one another. This is where it's going to hit hard for us for a minute. Because it's so important. We're going to be in 1 John chapter 4. And we're going to break it down here in a minute. But I urge you, the joy that I've had this week of reading just 1 John one through five, read that this week. Read that and let the love of God work through you. Because once you see it explained so much better than I can, that these words have, of John have gotten through the, the ages, let the love of God tell you who you are in this. But let's break it down real quick. I won't read it. 1 John chapter 4, verses 11 and 12. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are of God. For many false prophets have gone... Oh, I'm in the wrong one. Here we go. Let's <laughs> test that out. See any of y'all? Amen. Beloved. <laughs> they both started out with beloved. Amen. <laughs> if God so loved us... If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No man has ever seen God. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. Beloved. Isn't John just being so intentional and clear of who he's talking to? I was talking to Kelsey last night. I was like, what if I just call you beloved? And she said, that's just weird. <laughs> But if I want to tell her something serious, that's the way I'm going to approach her. You know, something special, intentional. And, and when I read John telling somebody this, that's the way it's coming out. Like, so you know that, that he cares about you. We all have our special words that we tell, you know. But, and then he says, if God so loved us, in the previous chapters, John, you know, he established such a clear understanding of that, like I tried to do today, as the worshipers who led us have just tried to bring in the love of God. Because we want everybody to experience that love. Because 
It's in our hearts because it's in God's heart. And so, with that, John, John established that. He's like, you know, there's no other options. This is it. It's like, that we, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. Plain and simple. But it's, why? Why can't God just love us and we can just go on our merry way? And so, we see that if God loved man, and when I say man, like, picture mankind. God loved mankind just as much as he loved you for those that accept him. And so, if God loved mankind, and if we say we love God, that we're saved and we abide in God, then we should have that love for our fellow man as well. It makes sense to me. But here's another explanation. No man has ever seen God. People aren't going to go and see God walking around today. You're not going to go to the mall or you're not going to see God walking around. It's, you're not going to see him individually right now. I, I'm just not. I'm, you know. But you know how we're going to see him, right? And it tells us right here. If we love one another, God abides in us. That's how people are going to see God. That shouldn't be a burden. That should be a joyful thing. I don't know how many times I've let it be a burden, because it is. It's like, oh, I just don't know if I can do it. But the love of God will let you do it. And you'll be a, so joyful, as Jonathan talked about. It's a joy that he went to that cross. It's a joy that he went through that pain. It's a joy to love people. Because it's the new life inside of you. And it's his love perfected in us. His love perfected in us. His wants, his desires will be perfected in you when you love one another. So children of God, for the ones who are still thinking about it, who are still wanting... During this Christmas time, you know, a tradition of the ages, a time to share love, to look past the wintry season of darkness and cold and pain, no growth. Give love. In season and out of season. Why? Because that's what's going to get us through the pain. That's what's going to get us to move. And that's what's going to perfect us. That's what's going to make us be perfected in God's perfect love. I love you all, and I'm going to ask the Dakota and the worship team to come and to give God just, speak to God today, before you leave here, speak to someone about God again, and just be reminded, we're going to be up here to pray for you, love is going to help you pray through some pain. Love is going to help you share some joy with you. Don't leave here. Don't leave here without digging in and hearing God's love. Amen? So let's just pray, and I'll hand it to Dakota. 
Lord, I love you. Your love sets me on fire, Lord. More than emotions, more than than life itself, you are creating in us a new life. And it is a joy to serve you. And it's a joy to see your love in mankind. So let that be a testimony today. Let us hear some testimonies of your love. I stand right now with the mic declaring your love will conquer all. Because you first loved us. And that's a joy. Let the joy fill these hearts. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Summit Church Podcast. We hope today you enjoyed the content and what God was speaking to you today. Again, we'd love to connect with you more by going to ardmoresummit.church. Join us Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. in Ardmore, Oklahoma at 1725 North Commerce Street. Take care and be blessed.